the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. For the next hour, we're going to talk about cars, and you you can be included. All you have to do is call us if you have a car question. And you know what I'm really good at? I'm really good at arguments. Yes, you are. My wife says this, and I say that. Never. That's where I get mine from, because my wife hates arguing with me, and... I hate arguing with you. You've made me the best. Ar- you know, you've made me the best arguer. You missed the point. Well, I, you didn't let me finish. I always side with the woman. I oh. don't care what the argument is because you always because it's the path of least resistance. Well, yeah. The guy can. The guy is used to being told he's crazy. Right. Okay. So, but in reality, it's that kind of a thing. Like. How long do you let the car warm up in the morning? Oh, we yeah. argue about that. Or, you know, what, should I push the overdrive button? When should I push the overdrive off or on? All that stuff, those kinds of questions. 602-508-0960. I think it's fair to say, in my defense, that it's probably not a good idea to argue cars with me. You uh, argue yeah. lots of other things. Right. Um, I, I know enough about horses and cows to get me in trouble. Right, um, but there's a lot of other things. But the fact that your mother and I have been married for 41 years, that would suggest that I know a little bit about relationships. But I am certainly no. Go get mom. Go get mom in here right now. <laughs> Go get her in here right now. <laughs> She's outside with the kids, folks. You wouldn't believe it, but him and I are sitting in in the office up at the ranch. We look outside. We see a windmill. We see mountains. We see the kids riding quads. We see the dogs running loose. We see a football flying back and forth across. That it's just a wonderful, wonderful place. And the kids are all up here this weekend, and and so we're enjoying ourselves. Quality Transmission is a great shop. He's a great shop because he's honest and dependable. He's a great shop because he's capable of diagnosing a specific problem. He's a great shop because he's going to come in underneath his estimate every single time, even if it's just by a penny. You don't have to worry about him saying to you that it's going to cost you $850 and you get there and it's really $950 because that doesn't happen. The fact of the matter is, is quality transmission is a great place. They're in Tempe. They're on Hayden Road. Just north of University in Tempe, quality transmission been around a very, very long time. Dennis, oh, oh let me just say real quick, you told me what uh, you told me what Harry said yeah. uh, when I had stepped away. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Harry, very much. I I I enjoy coaching um, a lot. It's my one of my favorite things to do. So uh, I, thank you for the kind words. Well, you have your mother's. You, you've always been more like your mother than me because you, you in some things you're you're you're. You're you're just a, a, a more gracious person. I, I'm I I don't I miss that gene somewhere along the line. It was um I just missed it. <laughs> I, got you. I just missed it. Yeah. All right, Dennis, go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, Mark, uh, great show. Hey, um, thank you. 
I have a uh, 30-foot camper. It's a 97, and it has no pullout. And uh, the weight, I I looked it up because the the marker is is, is gone on it. But it's, okay. uh, it looks like it, it weighs around 4,700 pounds without anything, without any water or anything. And then around, I guess, up to almost 7,000 if everything was filled up on it. And you said um, this is a 30-footer? It's a 30-footer with two axles. Okay, it's a trailer. A travel like trailer, Like a camp yeah. a camp a trailer. Camp well, that, that, sounds awfully, uh, that sounds awfully light, no? Okay, well, what, let me finish. Okay, I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Sorry. Yeah, well, like I said, I, the, the placard is, is gone on it. So I looked it up at the Sunny Brook, and I looked it up online, and uh, the one supposedly the one that I had, it had the model number and all, uh, is... Uh, the, the lowest weight is around forty-seven fifty, and then it goes up to like I think it was seventy-two hundred when it was. Okay, what you're up. talking about? Let's put the right words to it. The curb weight, the empty weight, is the forty-seven hundred number. Right. The gross vehicle weight, GVW, is the seven thousand seventy-one hundred seventy-two hundred, and the difference between the two is how much cargo, how much water, how much beer your wife is going to bring that goes in the travel trailer. Okay? Right. So okay. It, now, if that's the case and you have two axles, then each one of the axles is responsible for 3,500 pounds or 3,600 pounds, right? Yep. Good. Go ahead. I'm with okay. you. Okay. Well, I've, I've never pulled it. I bought it on a whim. It was a, I got a great deal on it, and I had plans to use it. Well, I'm at the time right now where I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, putting it on the road. Um, I drive a, a much smaller truck right now, so I would like to purchase a truck. And but I I was wondering if there's any way of getting out of going with the three quarter. Is there any kind of heavy duty half ton that that are out there that um, might be a secret? Okay, well this is what you're going to look at. On the truck on the door it's going to have gross vehicle weight and let's assume that the gross vehicle weight on the truck is 8,000 pounds okay I'm not going to label it as a half ton or a three-quarter ton I'm just going to tell you the truck weighs 8,000 in the owner's manual of that same truck there's going to be called a GCWR a gross combined weight rating and gross combined means truck and load trailer and load combined so that truck, a half ton, may only have 16,000 pounds of towing capability. So a half ton truck says if I already weigh the, if the truck weighs eight, then the trailer can only weigh eight because the two of them together have to equal 16,000 pounds. A three quarter ton and one ton often go up to 26,000 pounds. A one ton for sure because that's what I drive. So I would imagine that you could find a half ton truck that would pull your 8,000 pound trailer and considering that it probably will never weigh 8,000 pounds because if it's just going to be you and your wife then it's just going to be you know 100 gallons of fresh water a couple ice chests some food and uh, some clothes and a toothbrush or two so and some groceries so I don't think you're going to get close to your 8,000 or to your 7,200 pounds but here's what I want to tell you I work in this arena a lot and the people that die on the roads, and I'm going to give it to you as straight as I can give it to you, and I'm not going to powder coat it or <laughs> sugar coat it. Sugar it. All right, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the stupid things out there, and I'm thinking I, I should powder coat those things, and I, it got screwed up. All right, so I'm not going to sugar coat anything. 
I wouldn't want my kids to go with you, and I wouldn't want my sister to be married to you if you're going to haul a, a trailer that could have a, a gross vehicle weight of between seven and 7,500 with a half-ton truck. You, you need the, the truck to be the stronger of the two. You, you, need, you can't have the trailer wagging the truck, and the truck has to be able to stop the trailer, too. And yeah. I don't think a half-ton truck is going to do that for you. Yeah. I still think that you can find a three-quarter-ton truck that will make you happy. With respect to pricing, even if you have to buy one that has 80000 to 120000 on it, from a, and look at the home run here, a one-owner truck, the guy's anal about his maintenance, he has a three-ring notebook of every dollar he ever spent on the truck, it's his, been his baby, no one's ever driven it, and now he wants to sell it. And wouldn't it be great if Dennis found him? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm in Sun City all the time, and I'm looking for those snowbirds that aren't going home all the time. But so far, I haven't found one. Yeah, it, it, you know, Craigslist is a good place to start. Here's what you're going to run into. You're going to run into somebody who's going to say, uh, well, I'm from Pennsylvania, and I came into town, and, and uh, my grandpa died, and so I got his truck. And no, I don't have any maintenance. I don't have any history on it. I'm just going to sell his truck. Well, let me tell you what the truth is. He just bought that at auction. And now he wants to chop double his money. He wants to, he wants to, you know, sell it for a big chunk of change. All you have to do is work hard. It'll be worth your time. Find a one owner. Find somebody who has that proverbial three-ring notebook. All the maintenance is in there. Somebody who's taken really good care of it and babied the truck. That's what you want. And if you have to pay a thousand or two thousand dollars more than all the other trucks in that category just to get the one owner and that kind of a truck, it's worth it. Yeah, it's not so, so much the power; it's the stopping. Of uh, capability. Well, and it's how about if you're going westbound on Interstate 40 and you're heading towards Las Vegas? What happens if the wind catches you? And what happens if that little bitty half-ton truck can't control the sway of the trailer? And then all of a sudden you get crossways on I-40. Now you're heading for the center median. Now you're going through the ditch. Now the seat covers have have somehow miraculously crawled up your backside, and 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 you're thinking to yourself, "Ooh, I wish I'd have got a three-quarter ton." Well, I know. So, I, I used to drive a 76 Chevy pickup with a, a four-door. I used to be the only four-door on the road. Now you don't see anything else but. Yeah. And uh, um, it was a, it was a three-by-three camper special. And I know when I had maintenance done on to it a couple of times, the guy always told, you know, they were always running late, and they said, oh, you know, you got the camper special, you got the one-ton rear end, you got this and you got that. And I was wondering if there was some kind of half-ton situation that would, you know, mirror that three-quarter ton situation. No, and let, let me tell you, that all that that talk that you just talked about, the camper special and that, we don't pay attention to that, and we haven't since the 70s. Uh -huh. The sticker on the door tells us everything we need to know. That truck was designed to haul this much weight. That truck was designed to control this much weight. So, you know, you get all kinds of salesmen who, who wouldn't know crap from Shinola who's going to tell you, oh, yeah, this is really a half-ton, but it's got a one-ton rear end, and, and it's, got a trans it's got the same transmission as everything else in the world has, you know. That transmission is a 350, and it'll haul anything you've got. My dad had one of these, and da 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 da, -da and it's all a bunch of bull. Yeah, the fact yeah. of the matter is, is we need to deal. I, I got Ma and Pa Kettle eastbound on I-40. Mom's driving, and this is a true story. Mom loses control, wrecks the truck in the trailer. I get a call from the respective parties. I'm not going to tell you who. And they said, would you look at this? And I said, what's the concern? Is it a mechanical concern? Did Ma lose the brakes? Did Ma lose the steering? What's the deal? 
She's, he said, well, both mom and pa are dead, but there's an issue of weight. And I said, yeah. So the, here's my phone call. Uh, the truck and the trailer were overloaded. Both of them were overloaded independently of one another. And the gross combined of both of them was about 18.5, and they were 4,000 pounds over their combined gross weight. So the truck was terribly overloaded, 20, 25% overloaded. Ma Kettle didn't have a prayer of hanging on to that truck. And there were other people that died. So Ma and Pa Kettle's insurance company didn't want to hear that Ma and Pa Kettle had a truck that was 4,000 pounds overweight. So my advice to you is it's just it's not worth it. It's yeah. just not worth it. And, and every day I come up and down the mountain from Phoenix to Payson and I see three-quarter ton trucks hauling three-axle trailers. That's a death trap. And because each one of those axles is 4,000 pounds, so that's a 12,000-pound trailer on a half-ton truck, give me a break. If it's got three axles that needs a three-quarter ton or a heavy one-ton to pull it, and you got these little bitty half-ton trucks running up and down the mountain holding three-axle three trailers, and they got sand buggies and quads inside of them, they're so doggone overloaded and overweighted, and if they have an accident, they're going to lose their house and everything they own by the time they get done suing the pants off of them. So... That's the best I can offer you. All thank right. you very well, much, thank Dennis. You. Logical answer. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide, wide, wide open. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take your call. We'll be right back. Michael Medved questions the civility of Islam. You meet a religious Buddhist, you think, ah, nice guy. You know, somebody who's serious, who, who's thinking about order in a peaceful universe and is, is not likely to kill you or harm you. With Islam, you meet somebody who's a religious Muslim. Do you have that reaction? I, I, I'm sorry it's different. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at 1, right before Hugh Hewitt at 4, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Are you a homeowner at least 62 years young, need extra money to make ends meet, pay off bills, or simply live the life you've dreamed of? With a government-insured HECM reverse mortgage loan, you can use the money as you choose. If money's tight, a reverse mortgage can be a huge blessing. It means no more monthly mortgage payments and you still own your home. If you're a homeowner, at least 62 and extra cash would change your life. Call and learn how a reverse mortgage can eliminate your monthly mortgage payments and give you the extra cash you need while you remain in your home. The call and no-obligation information are free. 1-800-815-1955. 
1-800-815-1955. That's 1-800-815-1955. Borrowers are responsible for paying taxes and insurance. American Advisors Group offers FHA home equity conversion loans. American Advisors Group is based at 3800 West Chapman Avenue, 3rd Floor, Orange, California, 92868. Visit AAG.com for more information. MMLS number 9392. These materials are not from HUD or FHA and were not approved by HUD or a government agency. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. 960. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the clock. <laughs> oh, boy. We're sitting in a radio studio, and at our feet is two female German shepherds, uh, Jet and Shooter. <laughs> One of them. One of them just took the place up something. I am so, glad you think that's funny. So we chased the dogs outside. And and we had to air out the radio studio. And my wife is looking at us like we're crazy. Nevertheless, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Joe, good morning to you. How can we help you today? Well, I had my car into the shop uh, this week. Uh, it had a leak, and they diagnosed it as coming from the oil pan. And so they replaced it, but they thought, well, maybe they said maybe the power steering pump is leaking, too. We can't tell. But they cleaned it off, okay? So they uh, fixed the oil pan leak, and uh, I drove the car home, and the check engine light came on. So I went back, and I said, did we get something wet, or, you know, what's the story? And they said, oh, no, I don't think we did. But so they took the car and they checked it and they said oh did you know that uh, the pigtail on your oxygen sensor had evidently gotten next to a manifold or an exhaust or something and it kind of melted it and disfigured it and I said well is that what's wrong and he, they said well we were able to move it around and stuff and, and tie it up and, and they were able to correct the, the code so they said so I drove it home and the light came on again so they said well that's what it is you know they diagnosed it and I said are you sure I said I think something got wet he said no we're sure that's what it is our diagnostics so, so then this morning, the light comes on again. So uh, they put in a new oxygen sensor and pigtail, and uh, 
obviously the light's still on, so the problem has not been corrected. I, I need some advice. Well, first of all, I, I'm terribly troubled by a couple of things you said. Mm -hmm. An oil pan leaks amber or brown oil, mm -hmm. and power steering fluid is red, yeah. almost always red. I don't know how you can mix those two up. Okay, this, I, this I, is kind of an amber color, the power steering fluid. Okay. okay. Well, and the power steering has a low pressure line and a high pressure line, and, and it has a rack, and it has two seals. Mm -hmm. And there's, there, in, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how I hold all eight of my master technicians. There's no excuse for, for giving me that. Yeah. If you give me that two times, I'm going to fire you. Because that's BS cut and dried. You, you, are you telling me, and I'm talking to one of my techs, are you telling me you can't tell the difference of whether the high-pressure hose, the low-pressure hose, either end of the rack or the, the front seal and, or the can of the, the power steering uh, canister? You're telling me you can't see that? You're telling me you can't tell the difference between an oil pan and that? You're telling me you can't pull the, uh, a sample of this fluid that's dripping off of something and put it on your fingernail and smell it or taste it? and you can't see the difference, then you don't belong working here. That's craziness. Then it's all fine and dandy that the pigtail gets on the exhaust and all that other kind of stuff. That's all fine and dandy. But the fact of the matter is is that when you test an oil, or when you test an oxygen sensor, you have to test to see that it sees a 1 and it sees a 10. A 1 is created when you create a lean condition. So I'm going to pull a vacuum line off of it, and I better see a 1 out of the... And I better see it now. And when I go rich, when I put my gloved hand over the air intake and shut off half the air that go into the motor and make it run rich, then I better see a 10 right now. So I have this oxygen sensor code. You've diagnosed it as an oxygen sensor. You say it isn't related to your removal of the oil pan. You say that you have a diagnostician, and he knows what he's doing. You say that it's the oxygen sensor in the pigtail, and you make it sound like the pigtail's separate, but it's not. It's part of the oxygen sensor. So you fix all that, and I still have the same light, and I still have the same code. So we've got two major problems here where we're trying to mix a power steering pump leak or a power steering leak for an oil leak, and then we've got this diagnostician who they said he was right, and it turns out he's not right. Well, you got two choices. Take it back to where you got it, take it someplace else. Those are the only two choices I see you got. Okay. But, I mean, you've already had two, if, if you're representing the problem correctly, mm -hmm. I would never go back there. I would put them on notice that I have the light in the same code. Uh -huh. I would put them on notice that I'm going to have it fixed. Uh -huh. And I'm going to put them on notice that I'm not going to pay the bill um, if it had nothing to do with it. And that I'm going to at, nicely ask for a refund. Did you pay with a credit card? I did. Good. Because nobody can tell Master Charger Visa to go pound sand. Okay. So Master Charger Visa says, wait a minute. He sends two work orders in. He's got one that says, you said you are going to fix it by this, and the light came on. Then he takes it somewhere else. The code's the same, and they do something completely different, and they fix the light. Now it's been three weeks, four weeks, and everything's fine. The code's not come back. His check engine light isn't on. Clearly, shop number two fixed the problem, and he wants his money back. And so we're going to give him his money back. And what's he going to do? Tell Master Charge and Visa to go? Ain't going to happen. So, so you, you absolutely don't think I should go back and say, "Hey, I'll give you one more try," and if you don't do it, I'm, I'm a, I mean. Well, you could. If I were you, um, I would say uh, I, I'm not going to pay for the last repair. Well, if that's you want for sure. another, 
Yeah. yeah, if he, if you want another chance at it, that's fine. But I'm going to hold your feet to the fire the same way. Yeah, that that's what my that's what I was going to tell him is say, now listen, obviously this was wrong. So you know the money you've charged me so far is a credit, or you're going to give it back to me. And I, but I was going to say if you want to try one more time, I can do it. But I'm not paying for the other one. And I I did right. I did your story. Is this a guess or is this a fix? Oh no, it's a fix. Yeah, well they they, they and you know what. It, I would be foolish to suggest to anybody that we don't make a mistake every now and then. Sure. But there isn't anybody out there that can't raise, that that has been through a dispute resolution process that can raise their hand that said, "But I didn't give a, do, a a refund back when I was either told to or long before I was told to." Okay. So it's it's and something else. I'm not going to pay for repair number two, and I'm not even going to pay for for repair number three. I'll sign the ticket. But if everything's okay for two or three weeks, I'll come back and pay you for repair number three. Uh-huh. But you better bid repair number three because he may want to bury that oxygen sensor and all that other diagnostic yeah. and labor in your next repair. Right. So protect yourself. I protect yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you very much. All righty. You betcha. You know, that just wads my underwear yeah. up something fierce. Yeah. It is just something that is not fair. It's not right. And... Uh, and, and But here's the good news. The good news is, is I've been in this business 32 years. I've been in Arizona all my life. And I've been working on cars since 1968 when I worked at a Shell station at Broadway and Priest in Tempe. There's probably only about 15% of the shops that I know of, 15% of the shops out there that are really not doing a good job. That are not honest? Is that what you mean? Well, not doing a good job. I don't want to be say oh, okay. honest. Okay. I want okay. to say not doing it. And, 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 and of those shops, the problem is this. The problem is that the shop is being run by who? The techs. That's it. Yep. That's it. You've got a bunch of big, grizzly-bared, hairy-chested, uh, A-personality alpha guys telling the service riders how the cow eat the cabbage, telling the owner how the cow, and the owner came from Walmart right. or right. Walgreens, or he came from some place that doesn't have a clue about car repair, so he doesn't know, right. and he just knows those guys make him a lot of money, and uh, he likes that, so if they say the cow eat the cabbage on Tuesday, then that's what he regurgitates to the customer. <clears throat> right. Right. That's not what it's like in good shops. That's not what it's like in Fletcher's shop. That's not what it's like in quality shop. That's not what it's like in Larry Harker's. That's all those guys. Right. They're different. So everyone on our list, everybody's different. We'll be back right after this. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Nurse, I need you to apply pressure to the head wound until I can get to it. I'm concerned she's lost too much blood. Oh, no. You in the corner, who are you? You're not supposed to be here. She's my girlfriend, doctor. You need to wait out in the waiting room. Please, doctor, I want to stay with her. Look, she's been badly injured. So if you want to do what's best for her, you need to let us do our work. Please, doctor, she has to be okay. I didn't mean to do this. I love her. Wait a second. You were the driver? Yes, but I didn't mean to. I swear, we we went to dinner. I, I was just buzzed. I only had a few drinks. Just buzzed? Why didn't you tell us that? In that case, your girlfriend is fine. Hey, sweetie. I feel great. You want to get out of here? I can't believe this. Really, doctor? She's really okay? What, are you kidding? No, not really. Nurse, get me a suture kit. Stack. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. All about that demon, Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Mark and I will save them here at your service. The lines are open. We have two lines open, actually. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my buddy Kurtz Auto, who won. He is the winner of the 2015 Better Business Bureau Ethics Award in Category 1. There are five categories. It's the size of the business that places you in different categories. So Kurt was in the small business end of it, and he won the category. Kurt and his wife, all you have to do is meet them, shake their hands, and understand that they are the salt of the earth. They are as honest as the day is long. And, and I was very happy for Kurt to win his category. Kurtz is up at I-17 
and the Bell Road northeast corner of I-17 and Bell. And uh, he is a great place. He's honest. Gas, diesel, import, domestic, everything. And uh, I'll tell you confidentially, he'll fix your lawnmower if you just take it down there to him and just tell him Mark said that. And, of course, that will bring out a big old smile, and he'll laugh about that. Anyway, Kurt's Auto Repair, great place. All right, let's go to the phones. Tom, you're up next, buddy. Hey, Mark, after that last call, I'm wondering, is your blood pressure had a chance to go down? You know, I'm sorry. I, how, I, I'm, how, those dog, I just, how those dogs do it? Didn't kiss them, did you? <laughs> the dogs are outside. <laughs> well, they, they were lucky. <laughs> you know, um, it... it uh, you know, it's. I know where you're going with this, and 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 I'm okay with that. There's four of us in this room, and uh, and 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 then there was a a stench, and then the, we kicked the dogs out. So it's going to be between the dogs who can't stick up for themselves, or it's going to be Alan, or it's going to be me. And, and and I'm telling you right now, it was Alan. Okay. <laughs> You actually what, have to go by application because there's ceramic, there's semi-metallic, there's organic, there's all kinds. Is this front or rear, by the way? Uh, front. Okay. Um, I, I, the hard pads are going to squeal, but not going to dust up your front wheels. Mm -hmm. The softer pads won't squeal, but they won't last as long, and they're going to dirty up your front wheels. So you kind of, kind of find the middle in the friction material. Now, if you want to be real real proper about this, there are some numbers on the side of the brake pad that you can get on the internet internet and it will give you the stopping power and the co the friction numbers of the pad and all that kind of stuff. And after you feed four or five number sets into this particular area of the uh, Internet, then it'll tell you, you know, these are really hard pads, these are really soft pads, and then you can know what number to look for. But I would suggest that when you buy your pads, you ask them, I don't want the hardest and I don't want the softest. I want the ones in the middle. And then just say, if I'm unhappy with these after five or 10,000 miles, would you allow me to exchange them? And I would venture, I guess, a good auto parts store would would accommodate you in both ways. Number one, they would give you a middle-of-the-road pad, and number two, they would change you out of them if you were unhappy because they were squealing or because they were dirtying up your wheels. We've been using Centric a lot, and uh, we've had really good good luck on problem vehicles. Centric, C E N. And that's the one out of California. I think they're made in California. I don't know the and, answer to that. Uh, and, and we have been using them. They've asked us to use them, and we're doing our best to analyze it. But Alan is right. Um, we've, we've had pretty good luck, and we haven't had any unhappy customers in a very long time. So we've been lucky. And, and, and the responsibility for making that decision belongs to Jeff, uh, my parts manager, who's been with me 15 years, who is by one of the best employees I've ever had. So uh, Jeff is is responsible, but the, if I would call around and see if anybody had Centrix, because that would be the name brand I would use. Okay, are, are they a pricey pad or? No, not at all. No, 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 not at all. Real pricey to begin with. Yeah, it, you know, in reality, I think on a, on the retail side or what we call the counter side, you're going to spend somewhere as low as twenty bucks and upwards to about thirty-five, forty dollars, and there is that big of a difference in the quality of the pad. So, alrighty, Tom. 
Thank you kindly. All right. Thank you very much, buddy. And uh, and Marilyn, uh, I can take your question, and I'll give you the answer on the other side of the break, but go right ahead. Are you asking for Marilyn? Um, yeah. Okay. Marilyn. Are you, wait a minute. Who's the... For you. Oh, got, wait, uh, is, buddy, what is your name? Let's oh. let's. What's your name? I'm Derek. Derek. Okay. And Derek, go ahead and ask me your question. I pushed the wrong button, so I'll get no. Marilyn in a minute. No, I'm Marilyn. Okay, Marilyn, go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put my mother-in-law on. She. Uh, okay. She's a little nervous, but I told her the best person to describe it would be her. She okay, that's fine. To describe it. So, and I know that you really appreciate when the uh, women describe the problems. I know <laughs> so, they uh, do a better I mean, job than men. That's true, Derek. They do a better job. But yeah, put your mom on the phone. Um, okay. Marilyn, you can use whatever name you want. We can call you Judy or whatever. But just tell me what's going on. Okay, I have a 2003 um, Chevy Venture. Okay. That I've had since it was brand new, and um, oh, brother. When you're on the freeway, um, there's it it starts overheating and getting a little bit hot, and then there's this noise. It sounds like it's growling at you, and um, it doesn't ever overheat all the way. Um, And um, the same day when it did the growl, like going to 40th Street, and I mean, I was driving. to a doctor's appointment, did it on the freeway. On the way back, I came and did it on the side road. Everything, the air conditioner was on, everything, I just wasn't on the freeway, but it didn't overheat, and it didn't make that growling noise. Okay. Um, I can help you. Said, really? Yeah. I'm about to getting frustrated I, I, with it. I, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Um, on the gauge, I want you to look at the gauge like one quarter, one half, three quarter, and red hot. What's the highest needle reading you've seen? Is it three quarters? Uh, is it red hot? That just a few weeks ago it was three quarters, but last summer it was almost to the hot. Okay, and and there's is there clearly a difference between when you're on the highway traveling at sixty or seventy miles an hour versus when you're in the city at forty, forty-five, fifty, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think what's going on with your car. And I want you to verify it by doing this. I want you to continue to do highway miles and city miles during the same day. And if you find that the the engine is running hotter, and I'm talking hotter like two widths of the needle, okay? Okay. If the motor runs hotter when you're on the highway, then the radiator's plugged up, okay? And so when you go fast, we're trying to push water through a radiator and dump the heat off, but the problem is is the radiator's one-third plugged up. So on the highway, it'll run hotter than it does around town because we don't have to push so much water through the radiator at 40 miles an hour, but we're sure pumping a whole lot of coolant through the radiator at 75 or 80. Now, the noise you're hearing, that's the fan clutch. The fan clutch is locking up, and most people say, Mark, it sounds like it shifted into second gear. There was a heck of a growling. It sounded like a helicopter underneath the hood. Yeah. And that's the fan clutch. Well, see, the fan clutch is temperature sensitive. So as a result of the heat created by the engine that's getting hotter on the highway, the fan clutch engages, which causes the fan to lock up. And when it locks up, it makes a heck of a helicopter noise underneath the hood. So you answered the question perfectly because you said, when I was on the highway, that growling started. 
and that's a, a, a word that women will use to describe the fan clutch. Then you said on the high, when I was in the city, it never happened. Then you also tied it to the fact that on the highway, I'm running hotter than I am in the city. You did yeah, a perfect I job. I couldn't so, understand it because I was thinking, why on the freeway? You'd think you'd cool off. No, no. And the reason why, I want you to do this. Picture a radiator that has um, 50 small tubes, and as we send the coolant through the tubes, the coolant drops off its heat. So it comes in at 240 and it goes out at 200. You with me? There's 50 of these tubes. Now, when you're going down the road at 70 miles an hour and all 50 tubes are working, then the water just kind of lazily goes through the tubes. Are you with me? How about if I plug off half of them? Does the water still lazily go through the tubes, or is there so much pressure behind the water that the water goes and it goes right through the tube? So when the radiator's plugged, you always run hotter on the highway. So, and you're thinking, well, it goes faster because I've got air coming across the radiator, so I'm pushing air through the radiator so it should run cooler. You're right, except the radiator's plugged up. And you said it's an 03, which means it's 12 years old. So my suggestion is, is you make doggone sure that it, run, it is running hotter on the good hot days in the next two or three weeks. It runs hotter on the freeway than around the city. This is not something you're going to flush out of that radiator, Marilyn. You're going to have to replace the radiator. What part of town do you live in? Uh, what? Uh, Glendale, like 67th Avenue and the 101. Okay. Mike's Auto Tech is up there. Fletcher's uh, Thunderbird Auto is up there. Uh, what about a any one of those guys? You could. And here's what you do: you stop by and you say, "Would you give me? Here's my symptoms. What do you think?" And if they agree, then you say, "All right, bid a radiator, the labor, a flush, and the coolant, and a cap. A cap, a radiator, the flush, the coolant, and the labor to take the radiator in and out. Would you give me a number for that? And that's the number you'll probably live with. Okay." Okay. All right. Good luck to you, Marin. Thank you. Thank you for that. And when we come back, we're going to take your call. And we got Chris on the line, so Chris, you'll be next. And anybody else, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right back. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. Vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Bill O'Reilly, The Drudge Report, and Charles Krauthammer, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. 
You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. This is Louisa. Recently, she got help going online. Okay, so hit that green button. This is her first video chat. Oh, Louisa? Oh, oh my gosh. There she is. (laughs) And the first time she's seen her niece in five years. It's so good to see you. <laughs> see what the internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call 1-855-387-9166 to find a free training class near you. Oh, I've missed you. Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 49 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm Mark Salem. Alan Salem here with me. You know, we had a problem in the radio studio here. Those of you that have been listening for any length of time understand that there was four of us in the studio. There's two dogs and two men. One of them has been going back into the fourth in the bathroom a lot, and we had to kick the dogs out because we thought it was the dogs, but I think we have our culprit now. Alan is again uh, absent from the radio room, and, uh, oh, there you are. Well, thank you. It's nice of you to show up for the uh, show. Yep. Yeah, okay, good. We're going to go to, we're going to first talk about Action Auto Repair real quick. I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner, is owned by a guy named Tom. Tom is a great guy. I've known him for 20 years. I know that he's capable of diagnosing your car. He's capable of doing maintenance and repair on your car, and he'll talk to you for free. So any portion of any kind of automotive service or repair, anything to do with that umbrella, Action Auto is a full-served, family-owned, and auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and the North Phoenix area since 1983. So if you don't have a shop and you live up in that area, or if you want to measure your shop against one of mine, then knock yourself out. Action Auto, located on the northeast corner, northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley. Sean, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? Um, Yeah, I I have a 2005 Toyota Sienna, 
and I'm having trouble with the air conditioning. And I, uh, I assumed it was just, you know, low uh, freon or coolant, whatever you call it. But um, uh-huh. I, I took it into a shop, and they refilled it. Uh, they said it was low, but they couldn't find any real major leaks or, or any any place. So uh, they refilled it, and it worked great for about two weeks, and then it started to kind of cycle off and stay off for a while. Um, so I checked it myself, and I I uh, noticed that when I took the cap off of the like the uh, low pressure side, there was pressure under there. Okay, it looked like a little bit of oil underneath there, like the Schrader valve was leaking. So. Okay. I, uh, I I started to attempt to change the Schrader valve myself, but I made a big mess, and I just decided to take it to the dealership. Well, at the dealership, they they had my car all day, and uh, that's a different story. But uh, they came back and told me that my uh, the clutch coil is bad, okay. and that I need a whole new compressor and dryer and two thousand. And something dollars worth of stuff. Okay. Um, but I, I, I kind of just didn't think it was right. But and and to me, if a coil is bad and it's burnt out, it it wouldn't, you know, work ever because it's either open or closed. And and you know, this morning I, I checked it again, and in the mornings it it'll, it'll come on and run for a little while, but then it shuts off, and for the rest of the day it won't work. Okay. So well. It, if that's the case, then um, I would find out where the low-pressure switch is, and I'd bypass the low-pressure switch because it's low on frig- refrigerant. And when you bypass the low-pressure switch, then at least the compressor will come on, and so then you know that the coil is fine. Based on what you're saying, you need to get a second opinion. Um, based on what you're saying, you said that it worked fine for a couple of days. Then you found that the, one of the Schraders was leaking, and... and and I, I applaud you for admitting that you tried to change the Schrader because that's something I tried when I was younger, and I tried no more than once. I tried more than once, and I was never successful. However, we do have a piece of equipment that allows us to do that now, but it's easier. We're going to suck your refrigerant out. We know how many ounces you got. I'm going to replace both Schrader valves. I'm going to pump in new new refrigerant. I'm going to say to you, keep an eye on those two Schraders. Put a little spit in there every once in a while. And if we can get you down the road for about a month and everything's blowing cool, then you, then I hit a home run. So gotcha. we, we understand that it is critical to be exact like we never knew before. So we all have these new machines right now that cost about $8,000 to $18,000. And this is what happens. I'm going to suck all the refrigerant out. I'm going to weigh it. It's going to tell me that you have 22 ounces and that your car owns, has to have 30. So I know that you're eight short. So I'm going to clean your refrigerant up, and I'm going to put your refrigerant back in your car, but I'm going to add eight ounces of mine. I'm going to charge you $125 to do all of this and eight ounces of refrigerant, and you're on your way. Yeah, so uh, you, if you believe that... If you believe that, the, that there is no merit, and, you know, they're not going to be able to check the coil... Uh, yeah, they can. They can check it with an ohm meter, and they can compare it to a new one. But it's very suspect because the history that you're describing doesn't match the repair they're suggesting. I wasn't there, but I'm just telling you, I think you need another opinion. Yeah, and, and I assume that, too. And I got my meter out, and I tested the uh, low-pressure switch. Uh, it's like a combined thing, low-pressure and high-pressure. Um, it was working. and actually at the Just bypass it. Bypass it. 
And every and turn it on. You turn it on, you hear the click, you turn it off. You turn it on, you hear the click, you turn it off. I don't want you running the compressor for any length of time if you bypass the low-pressure switch. But if the coil's bad, then there's going to come a time when you flip it on and you ain't going to hear the click. Yeah. Okay? Because the low-pressure switch interrupts that circuit. So, I, you know, it, nothing matches. How could it work for two days perfectly if we had a bad coil? Yeah. And it's I think like you found weeks. the leak. I, yeah. So anyway, i got to move on, but thank you very much. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. And Steve, you're up next. Steve, how are you today? What can I do for you? Hey, Mark, thanks. Uh, I have 2005 Jeep Grand Cherokee uh, uh, V8, 4.8-liter. Uh, and, uh, of course, the day I bought it new, but uh, the day it went off warranty, the check engine light came on, of course. And um, I've not found anybody that can solve what that check engine light is new gas cap and all those sort of things, but they all run through it, and the, the best, worst answer I ever get is we're going to have to start tearing stuff apart to try and find out what's going on with that. And, uh, you know, without divulging too much, the only way I get it through emissions is I disconnect the battery, and it's fine for six hours, and I drive through it, and half the emissions just fine, and the light comes back on. So, um, okay, well, that shouldn't happen in an 05 because the monitors have to be reset, and typically the monitors take somewhere around uh, 15 to 20 uh, key cycles, which in a normal car is at least a week. So, um, look, at it's just not that hard to find an evaporative problem. I don't know who you're going to, and I don't know why you're getting all kinds of different diagnoses, but... Good shops have smoke machines. Good shops have scanners that we can make the purge solenoid work and not work. We can we can add vacuum to the tank, or we can add pressure to the tank, and we can get the computer to do its test while we watch it. So I'm not sure. You know, I I can't address why you're you're having all those problems. You're just using somebody who might be at eighty dollars an hour that was born yesterday. I don't know, but well, I don't but I can tell you. That nobody I know is going to give you that that kind of runaround. You're going to spend seventy-five to one hundred twenty-five dollars, and I'll tell you the good news. The good news is about a third of the time on an evaporative code, it's going to be something's come disconnected or there's a line that's bad. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of one of these deals. I'm going to charge you one hundred ten dollars to find it. I'm going to charge you three dollars for a new piece of hose, and I'm going to charge you eight dollars and fifty cents to unplug the old one and put the new one in. That's what it's going to sound like. On the very best day. The other thing is, I got to pull the tank because the vent's stuck on the top of the tank. That means the evaporative system can't control itself. It can't pull the the fumes out of the tank. It knows that, so then that's why it's turned on the check engine light. So now I got to drop the tank and replace the valve at the top of the tank. So the valve is twenty bucks, and everything else is the same. So I, I can't explain why everybody else can't come to the same diagnosis. And in good shops, they'll all duplicate the diagnosis. It, maybe it's because you don't want to spend the money on the diagnostic side, but you get what you get. If they're going to guess and you're not going to pay anything and all we're going to do is guess, then you get a guess. Dan, I can't help you because I don't have enough time. So I want you to send me your name and your phone number and your question to mark at marksalem.com, and I'll answer you back today. Mark at MarkSalem.com. I just don't have, I got 30 seconds or 20 seconds before the end of the show. I want to tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange. They're over at 40th Street in Washington, been around for 100 years, and really and truly, when I tell you he's been around since 1968, I'm telling you the truth. So Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange is a great place if you want to uh, have your transmission checked, and he handles Phoenix. We'll see you next Saturday.
This was a paid program and was provided for informational purposes only. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.